Hello and welcome to the Long Snapper podcast. Now, uh, I kind of always do this little bit, uh, assuming that you've listened before, uh, which, cheers, just a little bit of banging in the background. No worries, don't worry, that's how we get down over here, someone's getting a drink. Uh, I always do this um, kind of as a welcome back, not knowing that this might be your first time. So if it is your first time, you made a good decision. Uh, you'll be joined by four slash five guys talking everything NFL uh, and general fun. Uh, we call that bants with a Z over here. Um, join me, Mark, Doug and Adam. How we doing? All good. Good, mate. Yeah, bit bit croaky, little little cold, but um, I'll up. get through it. Yeah. To be fair, I'm not sure you can talk about the man flu if Dougie has actually collapsed today. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) he's he's got big boy problems. He should have, he should have pocketed that one and uh, brought it back next week. Uh, (laughs) Again, again, man up, man up. (laughs) Um, so listen, we are going to talk, uh, we're going to do a bit of a pre-draft. I don't know if you call it a special, let's call it a pre-draft fun. It's pretty special. special. (laughs) However, uh, there was some breaking news today. Now, I, this is not a this is not a serious pod. Uh, we we try not to. If anything, we cross the moral line quite often, <laughs> so we we definitely don't tread it. So um, maybe no, a bit we, more. Greg, sense. Greg, we don't cross it. We're never the right side of it. Yeah, absolutely. That's we what I'm stay, We stay the other side. We don't. So, we so don't. So far actually... away from the line that the line is a dot. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> However, I will call caution because today there was some breaking news. Um, NFL fans will know Aaron Hernandez, who had uh, surely the best single season of any American football player. I'd like to. I'd like someone to Dougie. You're you're a stats man. I'd like someone to do the stats of just one season. Um, went to prison for murder. Uh, a couple of murders, actually three. As you do. Um, uh, a couple yeah, of murders, three. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's the type of accuracy we get that over is, here. That is Craig's <laughs> facts. Um, acquitted of two and um, only five days ago, acquitted of the last two and uh, was found dead in his room. Now, this has got uh, ESPN 30 for 30 film written all over it. But, you know, I, I'll be honest, I, I, not, I certainly won't be crying for Aaron Hernandez, but this guy had troubles. Um Bit weird. Any thoughts, boys? It's, it's a, like you said, it's a difficult one. I think when Bill Belichick, when Bill Belichick was asked about this and his thoughts on it all before he, he was uh, found to have committed suicide, um, Belichick described it as a tragedy. What's happened to him in, in obviously his life um, and what happened with his career is clearly a massive waste of talent. Um, it's hard to feel sorry for him. Um, and to to shed too many tears over it because he's clearly not a particularly nice guy. Um, but maybe I think he's probably just made some bad decisions in his life, got in with some bad people, um, and he's not helped himself. I think that's a master of the understatement there. Yeah, um, the bloke was clearly a yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah, he straight up murdered fools. <laughs> 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 who cares man like move on <laughs> I'll I tell you I'll tell you who who care the Massachusetts taxpayer who uh, they're going to be saving a lot of money because of what's happened today yeah. you know, he was never he, par- parole wasn't even a possibility which is a, a debate in itself um, but 
what was the alternative? He was going to sit there behind bars for the next 60, 70 years. There you go. I, I suppose the only thing I will note is that having watched, I think I watched something with that Bradley guy. His, so there was one other the, a guy, he had a friend um, who was apparently a there or an accomplice after the first murder. And then Hernandez got quite, paranoid and then tried to murder this guy Bradley who then turned and he's a bit of a apparently a gangster I don't you know whatevs Hernandez by all accounts seemed to have some pretty serious mental health difficulties the guy was pretty paranoid thought the worst of everyone uh, and that seems to be a consistent report through all all there's been a number of uh convictions in in terms of gun crime uh just three murders, but some other shit too. So while he clearly wasn't the nicest of people, he doesn't seem to have been a well man. However, boy, could that boy play football. <laughs> kind of the American way in it. They, they, yeah. they do love arseholes who are really good at sports. Anyway. Uh, do you know, do you know one, one thing there, it would not have shocked me. Obviously, today's events make it slightly difficult to say the least, but it would not have shocked me in five years' time that some appeal might have happened or there'd be something, some development where he got released and then suddenly there's a queue of teams waiting to pick him up and there'd be a whole other debate about this. Memories quickly fade. But there's not. We're not saying it's right at all, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah. True that. Anyway, RIP to his victims, Aaron Hernandez. That is going to be a hell of a film, I'll tell you that much. So, uh, let's lift the mood a little bit and let's talk NFL draft next week, Thursday. All that means is we're a little bit closer to football. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We've, we're going to give you a little bit of a insight into the top 10 picks. We've each picked, um, clubs from the top 10 and each of us will give you a, a very, very brief spiel regarding where the needs are for that team and what pick we would make if we were in the war room. Uh, for those who are new to NFL or not particularly clued up on the draft, um, <clears throat> the draft is... What you're looking for is the NFL podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what you're looking for is Google. <laughs> what you're looking right. for is well, not us. <laughs> good, good, good point well made. I won't bother with that then. <laughs> um, so... We're going to talk some draft, uh, and with the first overall pick of the 2017 NFL draft is the Cleveland Browns. Uh, yeah, as you know, I've got a bit of a thing for the Cleveland Browns at the moment. Um, <laughs> a number of QBs your, on the block. You, you need your love music over this bit. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, there you go. Um, so the Browns have got five of the top 100 picks in this year's draft, um, which means they don't have to rush or force anything. They, they've got, um, after that, five picks from round four to five as well. So you're looking at ten picks in the first five rounds of the draft, which... Uh, think, have they not got five picks in the first 65 picks? They have, yes. Yeah. crazy, isn't it? That's yeah. mental. It's, uh, what happens when you're shit rubber? Which means, yeah, well, which yeah, means as a team that doesn't have a quarterback, they don't necessarily need to rush to get one. Um, there's, there, by all accounts, aren't many transcendent talents in, in that field this year. So I think you go with uh, the, the best player available, which by all reckoning is Miles Garrett, and you get that talent. And then 
I would potentially use all five of those picks in the fourth and fifth round to pick quarterbacks. Because <laughs> one's got to be good. One's got to be decent. But at the same time, yeah. I'm signing Cutler and Peterson and Charles. Oh, yeah. And we're competing. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, with a second overall pick will be the San Francisco 49ers, and that's me. Now, uh, maybe not as much of a shit heap that is Cleveland, but San Fran is actually in quite a similar position in that. That's a massive steaming pile of shit right there, the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's quite as shit as Cleveland, but it's it's still shit. You know, that's literally what I started with. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But, yeah, so, like Dougie said, um, if you are in a position, and this is this is what uh, could be tricky, if you are in a position to pick the second overall, uh, and you've got one of these blue dip players um, like your Miles Garretts, um, potentially Solomon Thomas as well, then you probably pick that um, if you if you're San Fran. However, they do have QB needs. They do have O-line needs. They do have needs on court. To be fair, San Francisco need help everywhere. Um, they could do with a bit of help at the linebacker spot. So, it But they're not that bad, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> they just need every single position. <laughs> Apart from but, the team, they're in good shape. They're, they're, yeah, they're right. <laughs> right. Yeah, um, brilliant. So I, I would say if, if Cleveland, which looks unlikely... But if Cleveland trade that number one pick for somebody who comes up to try and get one of the quarterbacks, then I think San Fran go Miles Garrett, no, or Thomas. Um, if if not, I think they trade uh, down and they they fix literally anywhere else. I like Ruben Foster for 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 this. If they can get a, a pick later, Ruben Foster from. Alabama, uh, who's a linebacker, I think really, really helps San Francisco moving forward. So is that your pick? That would be my pick. Interesting. Or, or if, if, Garrett, <laughs> oh, if Garrett's on the board, if Garrett's on the board, I take Garrett. Yeah, but in our, in our, he's gone. He's unlikely. gone. The Browns took it. Oh, so we're doing it now. Okay, well then I go Thomas then. Let's go and get a D end or, or trade down. So, so, you're not, a, so you're not going Ruben Foster? Listen, bro, allow it. <laughs> Stop trying to make me commit to an answer. I've, I've, already, I've done really, I did really well with creating a smokescreen, which sounded like I answered the question. a bit of paper in the draft and say, oh, I'll have either him or him or him. Pick someone. All right, we'll go Solomon Thomas, defensive end. Uh, I know with you the, the right person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, you were telling me Garrett was off the board. Solomon he is off Tom. the board. The, the Browns literally took in the pick before. Yeah, <laughs> cheers, <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> uh, with the third overall pick. All right, that's uh, that would be the Chicago Bears. Um, you know, you're not picking in the top ten you know, unless you've traded to get there. Um, you're largely going to have multiple needs, and you know, Chicago again, I would say say similar. Um, they're probably looking at mostly defense, though. They've decided that Mike Glennon's going to be their quarterback by the looks of things. Um, or at least at least for the next next year or two, um, fair enough. It's it's easier to fix things elsewhere probably. Um, I think they're. Pro- I would guess looking at their secondary first and foremost. And um, while they have holes elsewhere, um, weapons on offense for sure. Um, I think that 
the a cornerback or a safety is probably where they're looking. Um, for the purposes of this, it might make a couple of picks time a bit easier. I shouldn't look at it that way, but there you go. Um, let's go with the safety. Jamal Adams um, is oh, yeah. is going to be my pick for the Bears. Third, that's a big call. I would I would have liked him though. Yeah, I think from what I've what I've read, um, a huge amount of talent there. Safeties don't tend to go that high. Um, unless but they're really fucking good. Unless they're really good, which and this he guy is, could he be. is really fucking good, Jamal Adams. He's one of the most athletic players in this draft. Um, he, he he started off a bit lower due to a couple of um, disciplinary problems, I think, as a lot of these players tend to have. But a, a good combine, and he's really shot up a lot of boards. Um, I, I think he'll go quite high. I, I personally think the Bears um, might take Marshawn Lattimore cornerback at this position but i don't hate jamal adams as a pick there at all yeah no i'd, I'd agree with that um yeah it's either a toss-up a toss-up for me between those two it's that it's that area of the field though for sure and with the fourth overall pick it's jacksonville, jacksonville jaguars <laughs> that's you in it mark yeah that's me um I, thought, <laughs> I was waiting. For you, I was waiting for you to say the name. <laughs> oh, I didn't know who it was. I haven't got my running order. <laughs> um, so the Jags. I, I think that this. Um, it, it comes down to a couple of, um, of people. This for me um, for Jacksonville. I think they won't touch defense because you look at some of the players that team got in defense at the moment that they've picked up and drafted in recent years. You're talking Dougie, Doug, Doug, Dougie's. Dougie's obviously building uh, a chest of drawers. <laughs> I think he's building the uh, the podium where Roger Goodell comes out. Um, you look at some of the people they've picked up: Dante Fowler, Malik Jackson, Claire Campbell, Miles Jack, AJ Boye, um, Jalen Ramsey. That should be a fucking stellar D. So I think they're going on the other side of the ball. Um, Blake Bortles had his issues last year, but I think a lot of those issues were down to the fact that he lacked a couple of weapons. Um, now they've got rid of. Um, the tight end who's gone to Green Bay, whose name escapes me, Martellus Bennett. Um, so there's, I think there's a, some sensible money on OJ Howard going there. The tight end um, from Alabama looks like a very dynamic player, but I think that they will look at a better way to run the ball. TJ Yeldon, Chris Ivory didn't really get it done and it made them a little bit one dimensional. So I think that they will go and I am picking running back out of LSU, Leonard Fournette. Oh, fuck off. The draft. That sucks. <laughs> um, but I think that makes them a, a an extremely, extremely dangerous team. I also think that's upset the, the number six pick. It has. Um, that's why I'm saying fuck off. <laughs> okay, with, with the fifth pick. With the fifth pick. Now, this is this is obviously traded from the from the Rams for... L- what a luxury Jared. pick for the Titans. Yeah, I mean, Jared Goff. Titans are picking now at five and 18. Um, which is a great position for them to be in. In John Robinson, I have complete trust. Um, he's, he came in a year ago and everything he seems to have touched has turned to gold. Um, I'm confident that that will continue into this draft. In fact, I wouldn't. it would not shock me to see another little trade here. Um, there, could be, there could be more value in a couple of, you know, two or three picks lower down in the first round or into the second round than this number five pick. But for this exercise, looking at the Titans' needs, like like the Bears, well, not like the Bears, they don't have quite so many holes to fill, but the secondary has been a recent problem for them. 
it looks like it still will be. If anything, it's 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 got worse in pre-agency um, with McCourty leaving. Um, so I think, based on what we've said already, Marshawn Lattimore might be the pick here if he's still on the board, which for this exercise he is. Um, so that would be my pick. Solid. That was a great <clears> pick. And with the sixth overall pick, we have the Jets now. Um, again, yeah. there's two, there's, here's, a, here's a team of needs. <laughs> <laughs> with, uh, one with multiple needs, but also there's talks of a trade. There is talks of um, potentially the Jets uh, trading with the, with the Browns, who have the 12th overall pick. Um, Browns could take the best player, Boiler Council, certainly the you know the biggest physical specimen who went on our board at one, and then might try and get a quarterback at six. Worries that uh, a couple of quarterbacks they're looking at Trubisky and uh, boy from Clemson Watson uh, likely to maybe be a suitable pick. So I wouldn't mind the Jets trading. Uh, I would like the Jets to trade that pick if, as has happened with our board, Fournette goes. I think Fournette is a he is as good a running back out of this draft class. Um, maybe since I've been watching football, like the big, the big vaunted running back, the last to come out was probably Trent Richardson. And we all know how that ended. Um, I'm trying to think of anyone else who come out and actually was successful. Ezekiel Elliott. Maybe last year. <laughs> oh, Zeke. Yeah, obviously we know Zeke. <laughs> well, in fact, furthermore, um, Fournette has been likened to Bo Jackson and Zeke Elliott. So, um, you love him already. I do, he's, I do he's, love he's, him. If Fournette is there at six in the NFL draft, I will eat my Bills yeah. cap. Yeah. There is uh, no way he's last until six. Right. So, and as with the, uh, so for the purpose of our draft, if Fournette has gone, then, um, we are looking, I think the big issue for the Jets, or the first thing we want to do, is get that secondary sewn up. It, it, it really seems only a few years ago that we had one of the best secondaries in the league. Now everybody can pass on us. Um, so if we're going to do that, I like uh, a couple of safeties. Um, Jamal Adams has already gone, who uh, safety from LSU I like. But if he is gone, then it's going to have to be uh, Malik Hooker. Um, a lot of comparisons to Ed Reed, this true free safety ball hawk type of player um, would really, really help um, the New York Jets. So ideally, I'm hoping Fournette's on the board. If not, I'm actually considering a trade because I think Hooker will be there at 12th. Um, but if not, I'll take him at six today. For the Jets, I'd have this nailed on at them going for a quarterback at this point. If Fournette has gone, which he will have done, I'd be staggered if they don't take quarterback at six. What, Otherwise, what's Hacken, is Hackenberg their man of the future? No, obviously not. But we'll get a, we'll get a, we'll get a quarterback uh, in round two, three, or four. There's yeah, only really not, Trubisky, it's Trubisky, Trubisky, Trubisky or Watson. Watson. Yeah. If we trade, if we if if we uh, trade for the third twelve pick and we trade down, I think we'll get Watson at that. I think there's a lot of hype behind Trubisky at the minute, and Watson could fall. So, um, think, but yeah, if I that's not that. the case. Right now, it'll be a hooker. I'd be really surprised if you don't come out with a, uh, out with a quarterback in round one, at least one of those positions, somewhere where you can draft. I'd be very surprised if you don't. And the seventh overall pick, it's the San Diego chart. No, what? Not the San Diego chart. Fuck me! It is the <laughs> Los Angeles oh, Chargers. Yep. Okay, so the LA Chargers, um, they're going to have to start thinking about looking at replacing 
Rivers soon, but I think it might be a draft too soon for that. So I'm not looking for the Chargers to draft a QB this early. I mean, they're another team that, if you go on their results last year, could probably use a bit of help at almost every position. But it's difficult to gauge where their actual weaknesses were because they had such issues, um, such issues with injuries. So for me, the, the the most pressing need is that Antonio Gates is 460 years old. So you're going to have to get get rid of that guy soon. Um, so OJ Howard is the consensus best tight end to come out of the draft since Gronk um, and is a pretty much a no-brainer for the Chargers. Interestingly, there isn't any lineman off the board yet. Um, so if a team is after a lineman after the Chargers, they could be in luck. But for this exercise, I'm going with OJ Howard. I think I think that's a bold pick. I think Hunter Henry might be a bit pissed off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hunter, Hunter Henry was very clearly number two to Antonio Gates last year. Yeah, well, well, not towards the end of the season. Not towards the think. end of the season, I'd say he came pretty good. But having two think, but you're right, tight I'm ends is not a bad thing. Not at all. Um, I, we've I, seen, I, as we've seen, uh, uh, Aaron Hernandez proved. IP, yeah, bro. <laughs> With the eighth overall pick in the draft. Anyone? I don't know. I haven't Carolina. Got Carolina. Carolina Panthers. Me again. And who, who's got Carolina, though? Me. Who's so, I again, Panthers need a running back, and I was looking to trade up for Leonard Fournette, but he's gone, which is obviously what's going to be the case. So, I would guess that the Panthers may try and trade up to get him, but who knows? They need a replacement for John Stewart. He's, he's injured far too much. Um, their running game needs a, a bit of a shot in the arm. They seem to have gone from having a really decent uh, roster to being sort of decidedly average very quickly. Um, and I think that uh, a running back to give that offense a shot in the arm would be the way to go. And I'm, I'm looking to go with Calvin Cook. Okay. Nice. Interesting. Over like McCaffrey. Okay. Yeah, I don't trust. Yeah. I don't trust slash players, which is what McCaffrey is being touted as a wide receiver slash running back. Is it just that you don't like white running backs? No, I just don't I'm not like... going to lie. That I, is part of it. I, I can't think it's lie. Bit, yeah, I, think it's I do not, I do not like I'll players that, that can't commit to one position. You, you're one thing or another in the NFL. You're not two things. Uh, yeah, Tavon Austin. Yeah. yeah, he is. Jack of all yeah. trades, master of none. But he's also way too small to be running back. With the ninth overall pick, the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I don't know what's happened to the Bengals. They've they've gone gone from playoff team every year for the last what four or five years um, to to nothing really or to just sort of vanilla um, without really a huge change of personnel. They've still got still got guys at the skill positions still capable of doing a job. I think um, so. Yeah, it, it's it's back to the back elsewhere. You know the defensive end or an offensive lineman something like that i'm looking at the board here jonathan allen's still on the board in for our exercise i'm amazed if he's still there at nine yeah i mean possibly would be looking at um a tackle or a guard at this point if it wasn't for that um but this exercise of i've got to take jonathan allen yeah a lot of you say mark i'd be surprised if he was still there it's a strange one with cincinnati um as i say i'm 
you know, the future still looks like being the Red Rifle. Um, AJ Green, you know, they've lost Burkhead, haven't they? Another white running back. Um, but, you know, um, Jeremy Hill's still there. Um, should be able to still do a job. He's still young. Um, they've got Giovanni Bernard. Um, I don't see, I think if they if they focus on the less glamorous positions, um, they've got a chance of rebuilding and these players can still do a job. Um, but like I say, Jonathan Allen's got to be taken if he's still there. Moving on. And to round, to round up our top 10, uh, the Buffalo Bills pick. So that's me. Um, I think the Bills, are, again, are a team with, with multiple needs. I think if one of the, the guys with, with Stefan Gilmore going, um, I think that secondary is a massive need for Buffalo. Um, and I think if either Jamal Adams or um, Marshawn Lattimore were still on the board, I suspect they might look at them and play it a little bit conservative. However, they've gone for the purposes of this. And I think that they would be rubbing their hands with glee at a certain wide receiver from Clemson still sitting on the board at 10. Um, if the if it does fall this way in the draft, considering um, the Bills' current depth chart, at wide receiver at the moment leads Sammy Watkins and then basically people with the same level of talent as the people who present the long snapper podcast, <laughs> I would suggest that they no. would look to Wait, watch how you're talking. I want to play for the bills. But, you, do, you do, you do a better yeah. job than Corey Brown would at, at I, starting I, right I, out. I'll go play arena ball. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that if they um, look anywhere, if he's still on the board and they don't pick Mike Williams from Clemson um, with this pick, I think the Bills fans would riot. Um, so I'm I'm picking Mike Williams. So there you have it. Uh, and I suppose worth noting, no quarterbacks taken in the top 10. In Run for it. So I, uh, I think uh, the Browns will have one at twelve. Looking, uh, looking, yeah. at the, looking at the board. If that's the case, yeah. So we had Cleveland. Doug, you went with Garrett. Um, Garrett. Second pick with San Francisco. I went with Solomon. Chicago. Adam, who do you take? You took uh, Jamal a, Adams. Adams. Uh, four. Mark, you went Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. At five, uh, Tennessee. Adam, who did you go? Uh, Lattimore. I would I would have gone Hooker at six, um, seven Doug Chargers. Who did you go with? OJ, OJ Howard. Howard. Contro- I reckon the most controversial pick of the top ten. But I like it. <laughs> I I can't see that in the top ten. And uh, first round, but not top ten. I think he's a top ten um, talent. Um, but I, can't, Carolina, I don't think the Chargers will take him. Carolina Doug. Who did you go? With? Uh, Calvin uh, Cook, wide receiver, uh, running back. Sorry, that, running, running back. Cincy. Uh, Dalvin Cook, sorry. Yeah, right. uh, Adam, Jonathan, Allen, uh, Jonathan Allen. Simpson. And Buffalo to round up the top 10. Mike Williams. We can tweet this out. Let's tweet this out. There you have it. Yeah, we'll tweet it out. That's not a bad, that's not a bad draw. I mean, I suppose one of the things you will, if you've not watched the draw before, watch the first 10, 15 picks. The rest of it you ain't got to worry about. First <laughs> 10, 15 picks where you watch them, negotiate and and trade picks and it is it is good fun for about an hour it's certainly not four days worth of entertainment as what how, they sell how, it how about, how about just, boys we all um we just stick that up our, our collective top 10 but then why don't we each do 
our own, our own like top 20 picks or something and then compare take a photo of it stick it up on twitter and then we can compare them after the draft so you got closest okay done that man can we do uh, it just, just a quick one thursday because i want to yeah, find yeah. out who trades or whatever yeah just a quick one before we move on uh, sky sports are showing all three days of the draft live um, which they haven't done before. It's always been the first day, and then you've got to find out elsewhere. So if you've if you've got Sky Sports and you you don't have much to do at the weekend, and you want to watch the sixth and seventh round, you give of the a draft, shit about the seventh can. round of the draft. <laughs> oh, literally nobody. I, I'm pretty sure they have shown it before, though, because I've watched. The yeah, you, on on NFL Network, if you've got Game Pass, uh, <clears> you can watch it. But no, previously Sky haven't picked that up. Okay. All right, so. There's your draft preview. Uh, next week, Thursday, uh, we're a little bit closer to real football. Okay, so there's your draft uh, preview. Uh, we will tweet out our individual uh, top 15 picks, and then we'll do the long snapper top 10. Uh, and get your draft boards up, and we can compare. So, gentlemen, given that we did a lot of draft, uh, let's talk... Any other business? What's been happening in the world of the Long Snapper podcast? I'll Going to Russia off. once. Cheers, I'll mate. For <laughs> change, um, get the get the quick one out of the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I genuinely did not know until three seconds ago what I was going to talk about. There's two or three things that we're going on. Something's been eating away at me for a while, though, um, and this won't mean anything to any of you particularly. It's the Hertfordshire Mercury. It's a little newspaper. It covers not all of Hertfordshire, crucially, some of Hertfordshire. Um, it's it's just had a change of direction that has struck me as annoying of late. Um, I would follow them on Twitter and you'd get useful information about the area you live in. And they cover stories. While they might be on the same level as the cat up a tree stereotype, they'd actually be worth reading if you live in a local area. They've had clearly some sort of change of ownership or direction because they are either want to become the Daily Mail or some kind of imitation of a national newspaper. Um, some examples of things that you would have seen lately on either the paper's website, which is just a clickbait haven, um, full stop, or on their Twitter feed, include um, a live... I don't a live blog isn't the way to put this, but a live like the BBC would have covered done a, a special live web page with updates on the general election announcement yesterday. The Hertfordshire Mercury recently had live updates from the opening of the new pound stretcher store in Hoddesdon um, with interviews and little snippets from morons who were out there. Um, another story they ran, which is just sensationalized nonsense um was about crime figures um while stating what they were reporting on they did not mention that different areas of Hertfordshire have different populations so they ranked the various boroughs of not all of Hertfordshire just a bit of Hertfordshire that they cover that's another story they ranked them in terms of numbers of crimes committed so East Hearts is apparently the most dangerous place to live in Hertfordshire it's not it has more people living in it than the other areas of Hertfordshire. <laughs> oh, um, wow. Just the fury. Just, I, it's, it's, it was, it, it had its purpose. It's now lost its purpose. It's now a joke. Hertfordshire Mercury, I'm coming for you. 
Right. Uh, I'm going to go next because mine is actually quick. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, I'm I'm fighting on Saturday. uh, And this is just a shout out uh, to uh, everyone who's coming along. Um, Cheers, people. It's pretty good. Sold quite a few tickets. And uh, yeah, it's going to be good fun. Uh, If you're... There's not. A, I've done. I've, I've played football. I played American football. Played basketball, all to a reasonable level. There's not much like preparing to punch somebody else in the face in front of your friends and family. That's a pretty weird uh, <laughs> like feeling and position. So I'm excited. I'm pumped. Uh, I've got a lot of people coming to support. I'm so grateful for the amount of people that have been able to make it. It's money. It's time. Everyone's got shit to do. Uh, and as such, I'm going to be bringing a pain uh, and uh, I'll let you know how we get on next week. Good luck, man. Me. Nice one. Mine is a warning. Um, <laughs> I had a day earlier on in the week. Public health announcement. Yeah, it is for the dads out there. Any dads that are listening to this with with younger kids, I um I I, I had a day with just me and my four year old the other day, and we went to um is it the mall or mall? I don't know. How you say it in this country, mall in Cribs Causeway in Bristol. Yeah, there. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, we talk about the NFL, so I'll call it the mall um, in, in in Cribs Causeway, and um. And he decided there was a, there was the cinema complex nearby, so I thought oh, I I know let's he likes going to the to the movie, so I said I'll tell you what we'll go over there and you can pick a film that's appropriate for you and you can go and see whatever it is. So did he choose Boss Baby? That's apparently meant to be quite funny. Nope. Did he choose Power Rangers? Which apparently is you know slightly more up a up a dad street. Did he fuck? What did he choose to watch? He wanted to watch the Peppa Pig, my first cinema experience. No, is the answer. That is the answer. There you go. That, voice is 79 minutes of my life that I am never, ever getting back. It's, it might be... The FYI, worst. there is not a single minute of your life you can get back. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Point. L- literally, that is, that is correct. Um, but it, it, 79 minutes, it felt like 79 hours. Um, it's, it's, a public, it's a public warning to any dads out there, or mums, in fact, that are listening to this. If your child says to you, I'm going to go and see the Peppa Pig movie, um, run, run and hide, run and hide. You know what? I can stand Peppa Pig for a five minute episode. I can cope with it. But for nine episodes, nine episodes intertwined with this wanky live action over the top woman with kind of a Peppa Pig puppet doing dances and trying to get the crowd in the cinema involved. Oh, my word. Just avoid like the plague. I feel you on that. Doug, bring us home. Before you collapse, the guy looks peaky. The guy looks yellow in that. Jesus. Proper uh, Chinese lemon today. The Lions was announced today, which is pretty great. Uh, I'm looking forward to it That's quite pretty a racist. Lot. Um, yeah, the Lions. Going to be good. June till July. Can't wait. I too will actually watch that. Which nice. is odd. Yeah, I will watch I saw, it. I saw a stat that there are more more players in the Lions squad born in New Zealand than there are born in Scotland. Just of interest to anybody. <laughs> Scotland is shit. Uh, it's probably true. It's probably more born in South Africa as well. All right. So on that bombshell, <laughs> listen, 
check out the draft. Do have a little watch. It'll be uh, for, like I say, hour, hour and a half tops. That 10, 15 picks. And uh, it's well, just, just watch until football. your team has theirs and then switch yeah. off. Oh, there you go. We are getting closer and closer to football. Uh, and it'll be cool. It's hard. It feels like A's, I know. Soon come. That's why we're here. We're doing you a favor. Say thank you. <laughs> Cheers, <You're welcome>. boys. <laughs> nice one, lads. Have a good one. Cheers, guys. Cheers, Cheers guys. Bye bye.